Okay, so thanks for joining everyone. Um, so we've got uh, a number of people on the call here today. We've got Sarah from Overton Garage in Aberdeen. Sarah, a bit of a wave. Hi. <laughs> we've got Laura from Laura Richards from eBay, of course, with that wonderful background. Pimp my ride in the background, Laura. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Georgia Carver. Georgia's uh, been working with us at Auto Partner Solutions now for a couple of years, Georgia. Um, and Georgia is part of our marketing consulting team, and uh, we've been working very closely with Georgia. So Georgia's got some questions for us, and I thought uh, it'd be great to have Georgia on this call as well. Hello. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, look, I do have some questions. I know there's a lot of um, a lot going out to market at the moment um, in regards to uh, Exactlist and what we're um, what APS are looking to do with eBay, and I felt that. I personally from the marketing team had a lot of questions about how this worked and sometimes think what, you know, it sounds a bit too good to be true. There's got to be traps. What is it? Um, and I've obviously been told that that's not the case by you, but I thought what better way to sort of, I guess, let your customers know or potential customers know that by getting one of your customers on board um, to actually talk to us about what we're doing. And we've got Laura here as well from eBay just to answer those questions from eBay. So really it's a, I guess it's a conversation, an open conversation, um, where we can talk about what the benefits are, what any problems or hiccups that we are experiencing or that Sarah has experienced, um, and then go from there. So what I'll do is I'll actually um, jump straight to it. And what I really wanted to do is I, I guess I wanted to go, you know, straight to the meaty questions first and find a bit more out a bit more about the numbers and the stats. Sarah, can you tell us with Overton, I guess, um, can you tell us the average number of listings you had online pre-using ExactList? Yeah, we had, I think it was about 7,000 average just before we started using it. We're now with an additional 10, well, we're sort of 22,000 now. So, sorry, and what was the, uh, the first number? Was Did you say 7,000? 7,000, yeah. And you've gone up to 22,000? Yeah. Okay, so it's quite a big jump. And do you put that increase purely down to exact list? A hundred percent. There's no way we could have ever had the staff and could be able to load that much listings in that amount of time. No way at all. Okay. And and I guess in terms of percentage for um, your actual sales, because it's great to have all those listings on, but obviously when you still need the numbers, you still need the sales to go through. Um, what was the actual percentage, I guess, of sales increase? since you've implemented ExactList? It's officially doubled, technically it's essentially doubled our income for eBay online sales, if not a little bit more. Okay. So um, we, sorry, uh, Georgia, we started with um, Sarah and Overton at the start of May as the, Overton yeah. was one of the pilot uh, customers um, that eBay supported, you know, Overton's through that first two months period. So we've been four months now. We're just about right at the end of the fourth month. So that's, that's a good result, yeah. Yep, yep, four months and you've doubled. Um, I guess, and from, you know, I'm introducing Laura here on eBay and we're jumping over, but while we're on numbers, obviously eBay's on board and eBay want this program to work. Laura, from if we're talking about numbers from an eBay perspective, can you pre-customers and I guess the customers that have got exact list, what sort of numbers did they have um of parts online pre-exactly yeah. with eBay. Sure. So Sarah from Overton was part of the um, the pilot group of the six sellers that we 
worked with in May and June. So in terms of pre, uh, those group of sellers had uh, just under 5,000 listings. Was that 55 or? Uh, 5,000. 5,000, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. On a, on a weekly, weekly, right? Yeah. On a weekly. So that, so, so it's gone up 5,000 on a weekly basis. So if we look at the pre, so pre the pilot, um, it, yep. we were running at an average of 5,000 listings with those six sellers. Yep. Once, once the pilot closed, uh, we were at just under, uh, seven and a half thousand, uh, listings on a weekly average. So basically that's a 56% increase, uh, in live listings pre and post. Yeah, right. And obviously eBay and Auto Partner Solutions are now now looking to increase that and bring in more listings and more parts and more customers on board using the program. Um, am I that's that's the correct understanding? Is that just the, the people out the back there like me? We're <laughs> 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 um, just making sure we're all staying online. Um, Sarah, going back to you, I guess. Um, in the interest of being really candid, and I'm and I'm asking the questions that Chris may or may not ask, um, I guess trying to be a little bit more. Um, ha- has has the program actually been able to help you streamline your business? I know it's obviously increased your numbers, but is it helping to streamline the business as well? Is it? Hundred percent. It's actually when you, when you hire somebody to list parts on eBay. You've got to spend five, six months training them. They need to understand Pinnacle. They need to understand what parts are. They need to 100% know exactly what they're doing. And you invest that much time and labour training someone to fundamentally sit and list on eBay all day. You're overqualifying somebody for what you want them to do. And it can be, it can quite a mundane job sitting and listening on eBay. It can be. So you're training someone and paying them a wage to do a job far higher than what you need them to do. It's so much easier for us like we don't worry about training somebody the person or jemmy or Anne, whoever we're using at the time they know pinnacle they know the system we don't have to worry about any training we can literally just give them a list and say list this yeah so and that's that's the auto pattern solutions element isn't it chris that's where you literally that's where we go but aps takes over and they go great give us all the listings (laughs) aps is providing those staff train that the trained staff yeah upload those leads. So So from from our perspective, um, we want to make it as seamless as possible for the customer. Now, the reality is that, you know, and Sarah, you were one of the first six. um, That said, we've been listing on eBay for for customers for nearly 10 years now. Our trainer actually started with us back in 2012 um, under a different guise, but certainly he's been with us since since that period. um, And he's done listings on eBay for that period of time. So, that said, <clears throat> when you try and scale something up, there are other challenges that come into it. And to a degree, the first six, uh, yes, Sarah's got a, a heap of benefit out of it, but we've learned a lot as well along the way. Um, and yeah, we've streamlined a lot of, you know, the process as well and made it as easy as possible for our customers to onboard. Um, but at the same time, let's be realistic about it. It's a change in anyone's business. So we as a company, as APS, providing that service, providing that solution, need to make it as efficient, as seamless as possible for the customer. Otherwise, it's too hard. So that's our goal. That's where we're at and, you know, training our staff. So, for example, our goal with eBay uh, for October is to onboard 20 sellers in October. Okay, so it's a stretch goal. We want to get there. To onboard 20 sellers in one month is a big job. 
right? We have meetings and Sarah, you know, we did it once with Sarah and, and you know, every customer sees us once, but, you know, we have a meeting to work through what is the process, what do you want us to list, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a, a bit involved there. So we're streamlining that to make it as easy as possible. And during the month of September, we're training all of these people, right? So the recruitment post nearly done. And now we're into the training period for the So that's done for the client. That's done for the recycler, right? They just come in. And so, Sarah, it basically, my understanding is it takes away that HR aspect. You don't have to do the five, six months training that you mentioned. You don't have to hire anyone or you can put them into another role within the business. You're not having to have a bum on the seat that you're managing to do that job. I think as well, I mean, staff is an issue for everyone at the moment. The whole industry is struggling to get staff. And it just really helps you. But what's good about it as well is the biggest asset of your company to someone else take on for you. You worry about the control of it. But the system's so bespoke. Like, I can say to Chris, right, I need X, Y, and Z. And it's molded to us. And I believe that every other cycler would be the same. It's molded to suit them. The end outcome's the same, but you have the input. You don't lose control over your stuff. They keep it for you. Yeah. So that. Which is, which is, you know, obviously that's, that's something that I guess I would ask from a, from a non, do you, do you find that there's a, there's a roadblock between having, um, someone sitting there physically in your office versus sending this off and then getting it? Do you, do you have any kind of hesitation or issues with that or you find it just because it's streamlined and because they're so well trained, it just literally happens? It just literally happens, but on the other side of things, like, if you've got any issues, like we had a really small issue this morning, picked up the phone to Chris, it was sorted in 10 minutes. And if that had been here, I don't think it would have been sorted as quick. Mm. But you've got someone at the other end of email or the phone instantly that you can get anything sorted straight away. Yeah, well, that, and that, obviously, that's really I think the I think the bespoke aspect of it, Sarah, that you mentioned, again, obviously, I'm spruiking the service, but... <laughs> what we know, but you know, I, I look at it and sometimes you know my friends will go to a coffee and they say, "How's business going?" And how you, you know, we tell them that you know things are happening really nicely and we're growing and all that type of stuff. What's different about our remote service compared to going online and finding someone at you know X dollars an hour and trying to get them trained up? The difference is that we've developed all of those systems and processes to one recruit to two train, to three deploy, to four manage, you know, so we've got all those processes set up, but not only have we got them set up to provide a service to a customer, we've got them set up to provide a service to the automotive recycling industry Hmm. because my life's been automotive recycling for the last 30 years, giving away my age, but anyway, for the last 30 years, I've been involved in the automotive recycling industry. And I know what the Sarahs and what the Marks and whoever else it is out there need specifically. So that's where we try and be really, really bespoke with what we build so that when we deploy it, as I said before, it's quite seamless. It's, it's, we try and make it as easy as possible without learning on the go, right? Because we don't have to learn. We know the industry. We know it inside out. So it's, it's then about adapting the service to Sarah's very specific needs. We all sell parts. All the industry sells recycled parts, but how we do it in each of our businesses is slightly different, and we need to fit into the business, not the business fit into our service, and that's what we try and do. And, Sarah, I guess knowing that it's seamless and it works, 
Do you find, I guess on the flip side, do you find that there's a level of accountability having someone sitting at the other end going, okay, well, what do you want me to list or how many parts am I listing today? Does that sort of give you, I guess, you know, a checklist of, oh, we've got to make sure that we're getting that, that data across or, yeah, and did that change between having someone on site versus having someone at the other end of the, the computer? It's almost like you don't have to babysit someone. Like when you've got a member of staff in the office with you every morning, you've got them the targets. Every day you've got to make sure they're doing X, Y, and Z. But it's literally end of every week, I can run an Excel report. This is what I need listed to eBay. This is what my templates are set in the background. And I can just fire it off. This is what I need you to do. And they'll come back to me at the end of the week. We've done X, Y, and Z. Can you give me more? And that frees me up the income of a staff member to go and hire someone else to do a more productive job in-house. Like we've literally this year, we well sorry, last year, we moved across from a new system an old system across to Pinnacle. And it meant we had to inventory every single part in our stock. Now we've inventory so far two hundred thousand parts to give you an idea of how much we went through. And we've still got probably another five hundred thousand parts to put onto the system to sell. The more parts I can get listed, the more we can sell. This allows me the extra body to work in my inventory department because I'm not tied up having to list to eBay. So, so it's it's valuable from not just I guess I guess sort of wrapping that up. It's valuable from an HR point of view, but it's also valuable from you know I guess the staff member and the accountability and 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 your time. It's freeing up your time. It's giving you a, an opportunity to hire in other more valuable places. Um, and obviously, we know for a fact that the numbers are there. Like we've, we've already seen. Yeah. Um. I, w- I mean, I'm intrigued to understand Laura from an eBay point of view. I get I guess again trying to sort of not pick holes in what it is, but I guess sort of understand why is eBay kind of getting behind the auto recyclers and selling apart? So what what does eBay have planned longer term? And and what does eBay I guess expect of these recyclers and sellers coming on? Like what how do you sort of how does eBay fit into it all, I guess? Yeah, so historically over the last three years we've seen and for the overall category, a clear correlation between growth of live listings um, and growth of sales, so ultimately turnover. Um, so we understand in, in order to make more money within the recycling sector, you have to basically put more physical products on. And then the recycling sector is very different if you compare uh, us to other categories on eBay, for example. So some sellers who sell new car parts, they'll ultimately get a catalogue of great parts optimise it once and leave their listings live and all they have to do is update the stock. However, with the recyclers, there is such a manual process to be able to actually list the products that we thought, okay, I tell you what, it's hard to get labour in the UK. I think it's just echoing Sarah's point earlier. Let's let's help the recyclers, let's help the certified group with ultimately getting their physical staff able to do inventory more product where we can take on um, the grunt of the work, which is actually getting their products up onto eBay. So with that in mind and with the results of the pilot, um, eBay has agreed to uh, continue to invest in the, in the sector to give them more support, which is absolutely fantastic, I think. Yeah. And, and just, just, sorry, sorry. No, no, you go, Chris. On that, I mean, you know, we talk about, and obviously I, I do some work for eBay, as people know, but, you know, the UK market, and I was on a, on a call with a recycler in the UK last night, and I have to say that from an eBay perspective in the UK, um, I've got a lot of customers in the US, and they the, the comment they make to me, how on earth 
has eBay invested so much in the automotive recycler in the UK? Because we'd love eBay to do the same thing here in the US or eBay in Australia. And, and on that note, we've started doing some work with eBay in Australia in a very similar program on a very small scale. But um, I have to say, from an automotive recycler perspective, um, you know, Sarah's been very uh, sorry. Um, Laura's been very, very supportive, and Tony, her, her boss, has been very supportive of the industry with the certification program and with other events and promotions with collision repairs and so forth. This is another, uh, you know, sign of their commitment to the industry. And I think on behalf of auto recyclers, mm-hmm. I need to say it. I need to keep on saying it, and that is that eBay is doing so much for the automotive recycling industry in the UK. It's, it's quite incredible, and you know. Thank them for that because it's it really is a big thing that they're doing. We shouldn't take it for granted. I agree completely. I I dread to think where would we with our listings if we hadn't had us on board. There's no way we would ever be the levels we're at just now. It would take us probably about two years to catch up if we were doing this manually ourselves. And that's a fact. And that's two years losing money. Yeah, right. That's I mean that's a huge and that's huge just there in that that sort of statement there saying that it's two years. I mean, if you, like I said, it's silly for people not to get on board with this. Um, <laughs> but I guess um, assuming that there are recyclers out there who are still having questions and still, still act, aren't sure of the value of Exactlist versus their own input, because say they have a couple of good staff members sitting there doing it and they're, they're happy with their numbers. Um as a, as I guess a, a, um, you know, um, to co- as a comparison of staff in house versus, you know, working with the actual Exactlist team. You've had experience now in the months that you've been doing this, actually working with Chris, but also the the broader Exactlist team. How's that experience been? It's been really, really good. Um, we're actually now looking to scale up and open our other sites to do the same thing. And we might even need to look at getting a second list of Aberdeen. That's how good it is. Um, I'm really sorry. I have to just jump the two seconds off. I won't – I'd literally be about half a second. I apologise. You're all right. You're all right. All good. It is uh, – it's 5 to 10 at night here, so I'm tipping uh, that uh, – uh, may, may have some – Either some children somewhere in the background, or, or some, or some, or a dog, or something like that. that it, was you, dog. it was a it dog. It was a dog. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. And I was just saying that it's it's five to ten in Australia, so. No, I'm sorry. She was just yeah. Anyway, it was going to end badly. <laughs> it's all we good. solved that problem though. So um, jumping back in, I'm, and I'm so sorry to have cut you off. But your experience with the exact list um, team, it, obviously, you're saying you're going to probably look at another lister, and and I know you mentioned earlier. You had an issue this morning. So do you, you just can go straight to Chris or straight to one of the team members and, and it's resolved? I've got open access to both and that's a great thing. I mean, it's not like they give you this product and then they walk away like a lot of other companies do. The support's there if you need it instantly. It's, the only thing I can say to any breaker is if you've got a member of staff in your team that's on your rebate team listing, you've got a really good member of staff because you've the listings need to be so specific to sell the part. You've got a member of staff, in my view, that you're undervaluing. That member of staff will work elsewhere in your company and be more beneficial for you and you can outsource the work to Chris. I think one of the things there is, um, you know, the 
Sarah and, and Overton uh, enlist a couple of the, the products that we sell. One of them is ExactList and the other one is the ExactLink product. Again, eBay is supporting um, ExactLink, which is the optimization tool. So all the manufacturer part numbers and vehicle compatibility and so on and so on and so on gets populated. So we, we list the part and then once it's listed within, you know, 12, 24 hours, it's come into ExactLink and pushed back into the eBay live listing with all of the dressings. Manufacturer part numbers, vehicle compatibility, uh, item specifics are now populating through as well. A number of different item specifics that are required or recommended item specifics are all flowing through. So, you know, often, and again, the call I had last night with the gentleman in the UK, um, often people look for a silver bullet, right? What is that silver bullet? What is that one thing that's going to make a difference? Well, it's not the one thing. It's the combination of all of these things that actually deliver the outcome. And uh, and I think that's really important for everyone to understand. It's not just one thing or the other. It's not just us doing what we're doing from a listing perspective. It's Sarah and her team doing what they're doing at their end to support us, to provide that inventory in a timely fashion. Um, and the other things that they're doing, you know, the images that they're taking and so on. So... That's that's sort of where we're at. With it. We know that we're not the silver bullet. We know that we're not, you know, just doing listing in and of itself isn't going to solve the problem. It's about working together as a team to actually get that outcome. And doing that, Chris, do you find, or Sarah's probably better to answer that, but to get that information, get the better photographs, get the listings, do you find that the workload, is that a manageable workload or do you, you don't need a staff member as such to provide that report at the end of the month, Sarah, do you? you just it's it's kind of No, it's it takes minutes. Yeah. If you've got a strong team behind you in between the parts, pricing and OEM and doing the images, it's done. It's literally just a click of a button. But going back to the HR issue, the biggest saving is cost and that's what it comes down to. I mean you're saving a lot of cost. I mean what we pay for Chris monthly it's probably working out half of what a full-time wage in the UK would be, depending on the area you live in. And you've got holidays on top of that, national students, HR, all the hassle it goes with it, let's be honest, that come with staff. You're saving constantly, all the time, yeah, for no hassle, You're for literally just sending a report. And I think we've only had two instances in the four months when we had two small letters. Member of staff this end, you're going to have a lot more than two instances of letters in a month, I can guarantee you. <laughs> Yes, typically. Um, I guess on. I guess look. I keep coming back to this, but definitely the feedback that we've had before when we when when we've gone out and marketed this product is that people come back and say it sounds too good to be true. What's the hidden cost? How does this work? And can you having you here sort of eyeballing you now through the screen? Is there any hidden costs? Are there any traps? Is there anything that people should be aware aware of that wasn't straightforward in the in the onboarding process? Is that You're a question for Sarah to me? Uh, not a question. <laughs> <laughs> <Your answer. laughs> well, it's for Sarah. No, it's for Sarah and Sarah, and I guess Laura as well. I'd be interested, you know, from an eBay side. I mean, is there anything that if I'm an auto recycler and I'm sitting here thinking, look, this sounds pretty good, but hang on, you're offering me something. Is this too good to be true? Is it? Is there any? Is there any hidden things that I should be aware of? From my point of view, no. I think the biggest thing is change. People don't like change, do they? No. And I think as well, technology is moving at such a rate that it's probably quite hard for some of your managers to understand exactly what's going on. 
sorry, excuse me, my computer's just beeping. <laughs> um, but, and I think it's the control aspect as well. Like I said about earlier, you're passing basically the keys to the safe over to someone and asking them to look after it for you. And you don't need to worry. You just don't need to worry. I mean, you've got a back-end team who know the system probably better than we ever would. And it's just don't worry. That's all I can say. It's embrace the change. <laughs> I think change is the biggest thing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And like you said, in, in that industry in particular, technology is moving at such a huge rate that it's kind of, it is probably that daunting moment. But this is this is also one of those aha products which can get you into a, I guess, the online space faster and making more money sooner. Um, Laura, I know we talked about um, in the past GMV, but can you define the GMV targets that you guys have and sort of explain that a little bit more and to me in particular because I, that's not overly clear to me. <laughs> yeah, sure. So in terms of what we've seen and what we'd like to see going forward is um, 35% increase in sales um, during the period of time. So basically, um, if you take the group of certified recyclers, the ones that are using uh, the, the exact list tool, we actually also saw that although they're all growing very healthily, these guys also grew um, nearly 10% ahead of the overall certified recycle group. So, yeah, I mean, we'd love to see continued growth of 35% um, for the recyclers that use use the exact list tool. And just to your question earlier, the I think in terms of launching the program, the only thing from an eBay perspective that we need to uh, be aware of is when you're enrolled in the program, we need to make sure that you've got enough limits um, to be able to actually list uh, the volume of the product as well. So we do need a bit of uh, an education in advance to be able to list, uh, increase the limit account on on that eBay yeah. account. So, so that, to, yeah, you increase that. So just to clarify that, what we've had a couple of situations where we listed so many parts for customers, for sellers, that we hit the limit of number of items they can actually list that they're allowed to list. And then we have to stop for a couple of days because we hit that wall. Um, we didn't know there was a wall there. Um, so, uh, but very quickly eBay was able to lift those limits to, to levels that we were able to then start listing and, and keep it going. So it's a good problem to have, but it's more a communication thing. And uh, we're finding uh, some new things out as we go. And that's one of the things that we need to be aware of, you know, listing limits. Of course. So I, I can't remember. Sarah, did you hit that wall? Did we hit that wall with you at one stage or was it someone else? What was that, sorry? Did we hit a listing limit wall for Overturn at one point in time or was that someone else? It might have been someone else. No, it wasn't. We came close twice. So we're now yeah. we're like on it a couple of weeks in advance. Okay. And so most recyclers will know those numbers and they know what they ideally if you say can you find out your numbers, it's 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 an open information as long as you know to look for it, yeah. Right, it's in the uh, Seller Hub dashboard for the eBay account. Yeah. yeah. It is there, but because this, this partnership with eBay now, um, obviously eBay's paying for the first two months of the Exactly service part of this deal. Yeah. Um, so we're working closely with eBay so that, uh, let's say, Overton Essex was going to come on board as one of the next group. Um, then um, we would let eBay know that Essex is coming on. They're one of the ones that we need to fund for the two-month period. And in the back end, the GCX team or the customer support team would make sure that the limits are appropriate there so that we can grow the numbers of listings as as appropriate for that period. 
Okay. And Chris, I know, I mean, that's a nice segue, I guess, because you obviously have mentioned the fact that eBay are, are paying for this for the first couple of months. I mean, that's, that's fundamentally my, the right, is it two and a half, just over two and a half thousand pounds, um, that eBay is basically paying up front for these auto recyclers. Laura, why are they doing that? I know you've sort of said before that you want bigger part, more parts, more money, but is it, is it really that simple? Is it? Is there any traps? <laughs> no, honestly, no traps. I think it's a fantastic return on investment, right? Um, and eBay's clearly seen that. So invest in the recyclers, invest in their systems, invest, and it helps them get more stock on. So it's actually, it's a complete no-brainer, complete no-brainer. Um, and if, if it's successful, we'd like to see the recyclers continue to use the tool going forward as a actual part of their business, as an asset for their business. So, yeah, it's a bit of a no-brainer, a bit of a no-brainer. So it is, it's sort of, I guess it's a win-win for everyone, right? It's a win-win for, for APS, it's a win-win for the recycler, it's a win-win for the eBay. There is no kind of person coming off or business coming off second best here. It's just everyone makes more money together if we move together rather than in pieces and bitsy bits. And what eBay is, sorry. Just quickly, I was going to say, sorry, eBay's core value, one of its core values is we partner to help businesses grow. So I think this is a really good example of that. It really is. Um, Sarah, sorry, you were going to say something? I think fundamentally as well, it's a no-brainer for the consumer. There's such a backlog of OEM parts at the moment. The more we can get listed on eBay, the more parts the customers can buy. Yeah, and and that's and that's obviously universal everywhere. Parts are just really, I mean, parts are hard to find, right? So if there's more options and more places, and I guess it, it lends itself as well because even if you've got, the listing team, you may not have the sales team who can facilitate those phone calls and those orders. So if people can go directly to eBay and buy directly online, they're getting a faster service. It's quicker for them. They get the parts quicker. They probably get a more competitive price. And so we're all in agreement that everybody wins. Everybody wins. <laughs> I feel like I'm, you, and I'm starting to give away cars. <laughs> let me give you an example of, of a real-life example that's happened here in Australia just over the past couple of weeks. So, um, Kathy, you know Burke, and, and Sarah, you've met Burke, yeah. uh, our, our guy, our tech guy that knows Pinnacle really, really well. Um, so Burke drives a Mustang, and he has a bit of a bingle. He hits a kangaroo. True true story for the English people, that he hit a kangaroo. <laughs> and they're really um, dangerous to hit. They are dangerous. But luckily, he, he skimmed the side of his right-hand guard, or as the, the people in the UK call it, the right-hand wing, and the right-hand wing mirror. So he's broken the door mirror. And he's dented the, the guard, the wing. Um, both parts are not available from Ford. Just not available. And they can't tell us when they're going to be available. So he's gone to his insurance company. Insurance company said, yep, yeah, here's the claim number, et cetera, et cetera. Goes to the repairer. Repairer writes an estimate. Calls him a week later and says, look, yep, everything's good, but we can't get the parts. Oh, when can you get the parts? We don't know. Ford can't tell us. So what do we do? We jump. I said to Burke, no problems. Let me just check. I jump on eBay. I find a door mirror in exactly the same colour for him straight away from a, a business here in Melbourne, Grant Walker Parts. Um, they've got the door mirror. Um, they're able, the insurance company's able to get Burke on the road, otherwise they would have had to pay for a hire car uh, because without the door mirror, it's unsafe. So they've got the door mirror now. Uh, they'll be fitting it on Monday. He's got a drivable vehicle. The wing, they'll have to wait until the Ford gets a wing because we can't find a wing. But that's a, a 
real example, not only could they get the wind mirror, they got it at a, probably about 40% of the new price. They're saving on the cost of uh, a hire car. They've got a customer that's happy can drive his car around. Admittedly, it's not perfect because the right-hand wing's still damaged. But everyone's winning out of that deal, right? Even so the insurance company's winning. <laughs> even the insurance company, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. 100%. They're wrapped. Um, so, Sarah, to your point that the consumer wins as well, you're 100% correct. In that scenario, that's a real-life example that's literally happening as we speak. Um, Sarah, now that you're – I mean, obviously, now that we know that it works and you're, obviously the pilot for you guys is coming to an end, are you planning on keeping Exactlist? Yeah, we're keeping it. We're going to expand it on our listing as well, yeah. and we're going to onboard our second site. Okay. So you're, you're, you're there. Okay. Yeah. Chris, um, obviously we've got, you know, with all that information, I guess the question now is if I'm an auto recycler and I've listened to this, um, riveting conversation <laughs> and now I'm ready, I'm, I'm on board. This is, sounds great. What are the next steps that the auto recyclers need to take? How do they, how do they get involved? Um, and obviously the, they want to save their two and a half thousand pounds, but they also want to by signing up now. Um, but they also want to increase their sales, right? Like they're ready. They want to make yeah. more money as we all do. So how can they, what, what's the next step? What, what do they need to do? So a good question. And I should have thought about that and had something ready to go, but I haven't. <laughs> um, so basically, um, it's important that we, we jump on a call. So that's the first thing. So everyone can get in contact with me directly if they like at Chris at Auto Partner Solutions. Dot com, um, and then we'll coordinate with them and, and have a call with them. If they're in the UK, they can take advantage, and they're a certified recycler, a VRAC certified recycler, they can take advantage of the eBay offer. Obviously, the offer is only available in the UK for certified recyclers at this stage. Um, but again, uh, there's a uh, registration of interest form that they'll need to fill out. If they send me an email, I can get them that form across. That'll get them in the, in the, in the wait list, basically. Um, and currently, we've got October nearly full. So that, that 20 that we need for October, we're nearly at the point where we've filled that October um, list out. We're going to onboard three in September because we're a little bit short of time. Um, and the view is that we get 20 into October and then proceed November. So one, email me because I don't know what the URL is for the registration of interest. But you can email me at chris at com. Let me know that you're interested and I'll get you the registration of interest out if you're in the UK. If you're anywhere else, then you know where to get me, and we can talk about when we can fit you in. But obviously... If I am, sorry, I'm interrupting you. If I am somewhere else, if I'm in Australia or the US or somewhere like that, is you know, is is it worth me having a chat to you about exactly? Can you still... Exact list? Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you can talk to us about exact list. At this stage, though, obviously with this deal, um, you know, in the next six months we've got to find... Uh, potentially 90 sites or 90 people to, to start listing. Um, so there's a big piece of work there. At this stage, we're running probably about 60 days lead time, um, simply because demand's far outweighing our, our ability to supply. So, but yes, the, the best thing you can do is just contact us so that we can get you, if it's something you want to do, we can get you in that queue. That's the best thing to do. Okay. Fantastic. Um, well, thank you, Laura and uh, Sarah. Thank you. That was really 
I know a lot more now, and I thought I knew a little bit. I think I thought I knew quite a bit, but I actually feel like I know a lot more now. Um, so I appreciate your time, and Chris, obviously, always good to get your explanations. Thank um, you. I'll say good morning to you all, and I'll say good night to me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks very much, Georgia. Thanks, thanks Sarah. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye.